This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. I've completely changed my mind on Um, on an issue. Yeah. Um, At one point, I thought the column uh, written by Newsweek entitled We're All Socialists Now was really a bad bad one, one. Uh, like a terrible misrepresentation of our country. correcting that now, finally? Yes, I am correcting that now. I now think it was the best piece of journalism in history. (laughs) Uh, In fact, it it is almost as if someone with a time machine actually went into the future to see what would happen and then came back to write it. This is so unbelievable. It's this is incredible. So unbelievable. Now, we all, people have been quoting this headline since it appeared in Newsweek in 2009. <laughs> We're all socialists yeah. now. What are you talking about? We're not all socialists now. Obviously incendiary. Obviously incendiary. States of America. Yep. And uh, so people quote it, and they continue to quote it this whole time. In fact, we randomly brought it up on the air today. Uh, you, remember, you know, the left said, we're all socialists now. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know, I should go back and read that article. I should go back. I'm so glad you made that decision. And read that article because it helped it's you been a, a long a faulty time. mindset. Now, let's just see what their thought process was. Why did they say we are all socialists now? Because there was, there were examples of people disagreeing with the socialist policies of the time. Mm-hmm. And why didn't they highlight them? <clears throat> that was my thought. This is the first paragraph of the article. We're all socialists now. It's one of the most incredible th- moments I've had in my life in uh, broadcasting. That's how significant this is. Okay? It was noticeable. I, it, it was noticeable. Because Glenn air. said it on the air. He's like, why didn't you just put your hands on your right. head? That was right as the moment I read and, that. And, and I couldn't even hide it, even though we weren't talking about it anymore. The feed were at, was asking, what is Stu so happy about? I'm not, it's not happy at all. It's the exact opposite of happy, I promise you. <laughs> Listen to the first paragraph of the story. The interview was nearly over. On the Fox News Channel last Wednesday evening, Sean Hannity was coming to an end of a segment with Indiana Congressman Mike Pence. Okay, so Sean Hannity is interviewing Mike Pence. You might recognize Sean Hannity as a staunch supporter of Donald Trump and and his policies. And you might recognize Mike Pence as the vice president-elect of the United States. And so, like, I think people will want to focus on the Hannity part of this because, Mm -hmm. you know, Glenn and Hannity have had their battles over whatever. But forget Hannity for a second, because, yeah, he's a media personality. He has very, as we do, has very little impact on your life. Okay, Sean Hannity does a show. Who cares? Right. We we do a show. Who cares? Mm. Mike Pence is the vice president of the United States in a couple months. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's really significant. Interview with Sean Hannity at the end of the segment with Indiana Congressman Mike Pence, the chair of the House Republican Conference and a vociferous foe of President Obama's nearly, (laughs) nearly one trillion dollar stimulus bill. 
not one trillion dollars, but nearly. And was he, it was, was only seven hundred eighty-seven billion at the time. Let me ask you this, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Was he vociferously against it because it wasn't one trillion dollars as it is now? <laughs> is that why he was so pissed off? This is not big enough. This is not no. nearly enough stimulus to be spending. No, that is no. no. Shockingly, oh, okay. no. Okay. Uh, he went on to <laughs> hit, you know, come of the some of the dumb spending particular projects in the bill. Uh-huh. Uh, Hannity could not have agreed more. It is the European Socialist Act of 2009, the host said, signing off. Oh. We're counting on you to stop it, Congressman. Thank you, oh, is what Hannity God. said. What, did, is, is, is Pence stopping it? Eight years later. Eight years later. Eight years later. He is like the chief is person arguing. A trillion dollar stimulus plan. A bigger one. A bigger one. That is one of the most, I mean, because it's, you know, Hannity, like, okay, Hannity's a media personality, one of the most visible Republican media personalities there are. If you're going to quote an interview about someone disagreeing with Barack Obama's stimulus, it's not at all surprising it would occur on Sean Hannity's show. That part of it is not Mm -hmm. surprising at all. Mike Pence was an unknown nobody congressman at the time. (laughs) The fact that Mike Pence is the one that they quoted is as if they have a flux capacitor. (laughs) And they went into the future to make this as absurd as humanly possible. It's crazy. That is incredible that Pence was on the show. Because Pence wasn't even the governor of Indiana yet. He was just a, as you pointed out, Pat, many times when we were doing the show in that era, Whatever happened to Mike Pence? Right. Pence was this big, yeah. outspoken guy. He was guy, a guy who had disappeared and for then about had, three years. And had just gone into hiding. He was not as yeah. visible as he once was. He's basically, and no offense to any other congressman, but it's like there are, there are 10 or 12 congressmen from each side of the aisle that are on TV all the time and are constantly you know, disagreeing with. And then the rest of them, to the average person, they're kind of just like unknown. I mean, like, you know, the, a lot of people can't even name who their congressman was. When they see the name, they're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. But most of the people don't even know who their congressman is. Mike Pence is a, was not a, a well-known congressman outside of maybe talk radio circles, kind of stemming from the fact that at one time he hosted a talk radio show. So he was kind of one of those guys that was outspoken, mm-hmm. became a congressman, and then was pretty understated and was not on television all the time. The one interview Newsweek picks to prove we've all turned into socialists is this guy disagreeing with the stimulus program of the Democratic president. Now he's the vice president-elect pushing for a a stimulus package that's bigger. If we could not prove anything, that cannot be proved clearer than that. Ah, It's it's, it's unbelievable. And but we were the sellouts. Yeah, (laughs) we were the sellouts. Were the sellouts? I, you might remember that we were opposed then, and we are opposed now. now, and we are saying it both times. Both times We're not outwardly. saying, you know what's great, is government spending, if it's spent properly, we're not doing that. Like, you can't, I mean, don't discount this. If you improve the airports, people are going to like it. Well... Is it, so? I don't know. so? I mean, that might be true. I don't, I huh. don't, but I don't care because you shouldn't be spending taxpayer dollars 
on that? I mean, you know, localized spending is better than federalized spending. We always argue the yes. closer it is to the people, the better the spending. Yes. However, I disagree with all of it, basically. Yeah. Like, I disagree. Like, oh, you know, a town nearby me is building this giant, um, like, rec center complex. It's basically a castle. And, yeah, you know, beautiful. and it happens a lot down here uh, in Texas. Um, and uh, will people like that? that facility sure sure yeah they'll like it it's gonna be really nice in fact it's gonna look like the part that's already built looks like a freaking upscale hotel okay it's it's pretty spectacular (laughs) however why the hell is it built i oppose that i oppose it on the local level i oppose on the state level i oppose it when it's my favorite sports team i oppose Mm -hmm. it all the way because i don't know i had this weird idea that this was supposed to be about something bigger than what team you're on. It's about ideas and principles. And I, you know, did I get into this to all of a sudden be against free trade? Did I get into this business so I can argue in favor of a stimulus program and, 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 and building nice new airports by the government? Is that why you listen to talk radio? And I to will, hear that? I will say it again. Oh, my God. I don't give a rat's ass about the airports. No. The airports, every airport I've been in, including... That dumpy one in New York, LaGuardia, LaGuardia. is, they're all fine. Yes, they're fine. I don't care about the damn airports. Right, when I spend- they're all fine. Not one of them have I ever gotten into an accident while taxiing down the runway. Really, the runway is more important. I care about the safety. The terminal. Right. We all care about safety. And they're all fine. There's not a single one of them I care about spending a trillion dollars on. Right. Not one. Or even all. I mean, at, in aggregate. In all seriousness. Leave it alone. Should the government and, pay for a dime to put a brand new, uh, you know, um, a Brookstone in an airport? No. Why the hell should no. they have anything to do with that at all? If Brookstone wants to do it, they can come and spend. Now, look, obviously, they, there have to be, you have certain things that need to be done by an airport. I, of course, would like all the airports to just be privatized as much as possible i understand that there are some and that that's not to say that there aren't um you know there isn't a national system of, of air traffic control and things like that i understand that there are some things that 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 you know that are part of when that. it comes to the safety the government the involved there's part of that that's, that's what the government does is protect the safety of the people and if, in, so, in, in yes, the most limited way possible is protected yes in the most limited way possible yes like for example we talked about privatized security at airports right which i like and many airports have switched to um, at w- even in liberal areas, because they've realized how ridiculous the TSA is. But when you're is, talking but, about flight patterns and all that kind yeah, of sure, stuff. Sure, we get it. There's parts of it, we get right? It. But, like, putting a nice new food court in an airport is not something I want the government to spend a, a, a uh-uh. dime on. If these businesses want to come together and say, we'll upfront the money to build stuff, that's one thing. But I, I don't want anything to do with that. And this just happens over and over and over and over again. I don't care um, how nice... Uh, the Taco Bell is inside of the airport. If it looks a little old, well, you know, it looks a little old. If the if the tile's a little worn out that I'm walking on to the airport in the in the hour that I'm in there, oh no, oh freaking no! That's not a reason to spend a trillion dollars. Okay, it's not. It's the same thing with uh, with schools. It's the same thing with um, uh, with uh, bridges. They need to be functional. They don't need to uh-huh. have all sorts of architecture. You they want architecture on top of that? That needs to be coming from a different source. Right. You want it to be unbelievably uh, beautiful as you drive by it. Hey, that's great. But you know what? I don't want to pay for that. And the fact that we all, this is what, this is what freaking Turkmenbashi does in Turkmenistan when he was alive. God rest his soul, of course. Uh, he, a dictator from the Soviet era who got the gig after the Soviet Union broke up 
and spent all of his people's money on giant gold statues of himself. Were they nice statues? They sure were. They were wonderful. And people said, wow, that's a nice statue of our dear leader. Was that the appropriate way to spend that money? I'm going to argue no. And when they spent a little bit extra to, to make it turn uh, with the sun so it was always facing the sun uh, to rotate <laughs> during the day, I thought that was a, a bad expenditure, not to mention the sun would always be in the eyes of the statue, which is a terrible idea. If anything, you'd want to face the other way the whole time, but that's just a personal preference. Point being... These are not things that government should be spending money on in the first place. And the fact that it's the Republicans now out there arguing for it is infuriating. And it's, it's really amazing to see nobody stand up and say it. Nobody. And they have no shame. None. They have no shame. They're, they're apparently fine arguing now for a bigger stimulus than they fought so hard against just a few years ago. Uh, why? Because the money is going to be spent differently, you believe? Yeah. First of all, it's not. It isn't. It isn't going to be spent any differently. And we all know it. Everybody knows it. I don't give a rat's ass who's president. It's not going to be spent properly because the U.S. government is not efficient enough to spend mm -hmm. it properly. And who's supposed to know that, Pat? Uh, the Conser Republicans. Conservatives? Republicans? Yeah. 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 Those are the, the Republicans. Ones, right? Uh, so and, and secondly, none of it should be spent at all anyway. I don't care if it all went to my airport at DFW, one trillion dollars to build the most <laughs> luxurious airport of all time. I don't care. Right. And the fact that oh, Newsweek, man, out of 200 plus Republican congressmen picked Mike Pence in 2009. That's out awesome. Of, out of nowhere. That is awesome. To to not only just to put in the article, but to signify the wild conservative voice opposing spending yeah. is one of the most incredible coincidences or perhaps oh, maybe uh, not so much examples of time travel or mm. perhaps maybe a larger message being sent some other way. Perhaps. But whatever it is, it's freaking perhaps. incredible. That is, I, yes. is mind Blowing. They went, hey, really let's come up with a really crazy conservative congressman to put in our article to show that there are stupid people opposing the spending. How about Mike Pence? <laughs> and now here he is increasing the amount. We talked about this during the campaign, that it's not just, uh, you know, hey, Barack Obama supported a stimulus and so did uh, so is Donald Trump. It's that Donald Trump's stimulus was the size of Barack Obama's and Hillary Clinton's combined. Combined. And there's no opposition, including from many of the people who promised us during the campaign that after he won, we'd hold them accountable. Promised. Yeah. And we're not going to say it now. It's in the middle of the campaign. We're not going to hurt our candidate. We don't want Hillary. But one, he, once he's in office, man, are we going to step up and stop this guy? We're hearing some good rumblings uh, from the Freedom Caucus that they are they're going to oppose this stimulus. We'll see. You know, I don't know. I don't have much faith in anybody at this point. But I mean, this is in freaking credible what is happening with this. I, the, the, the names, the voices, the, the, the people who I, I believed were so principled. And believe these things and would say them no matter what. So many of them are gone. So many. Mm -hmm. It's outrageous. <laughs> if, if I weren't living through it, I wouldn't believe it. Wouldn't believe it. I, I, seriously. I really wouldn't Before believe this it. election, even with 
the skepticism and the some at some point cynicism of this system that I have developed over the years doing this job, I still wouldn't have believed. No way that that some of the people uh, that are now arguing for these things would ever do it. I, I, I mean, I, so man, it's a great example. Freaking crazy. We pointed this out in the campaign. It's a great it's a great example <laughs> to not put your faith in man. Yeah, and I, right. I don't know who. Oh, you, that's you, a great point. You can you can. That is great. Come to this conclusion in much more intelligent ways than I have. Uh, you can read various books that might be a little old, that might teach you that principle. Uh, Understand it? Old. It's, well, yeah, it's just something like old. Uh, Liars? By, no, so what is that, a year and a half? Not even. No. I mean, it was only six months, right? Oh, is uh, it? Yeah, it came out this year, didn't wow. it? Wow. Uh, point B, it could be liars, uh, but there might be something that des- d- d- describes some liars uh, that was a little bit older. And like, you know, in these old timey books, Pat, sometimes mm-hmm. you learn principles. and They're not always easy, uh, easily applicable uh, in, in your life in that like you might lose sight of them hmm. and you might need a real world example to teach you that lesson again. Huh. And man, sometimes that happens. How about that? Sometimes it happens. How about that? <laughs> Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 